boy, look at our tetter squad We just got on a pitch and we set it off I used to just wanna get top four But we're up now and I want a lot more If we quit now, it was all for nothing They talk big but we call them bluffing We can call no more discussion This season's all or nothing Hello, hello and good evening Arsenal 2, even Sevilla 1, Arsenal 2 That's right Champions League, match day 3 Arsenal are victorious in Seville. Good evening, everyone. My name is Paul, and welcome to the Cannon Club Instant Match Review. As usual, I am joined by my co-host and my good friend, Max. How are you feeling, my boy? Boy, that was a second half, but um, I'm very, I'm very happy. I'm very happy. Like the the boys dug deep. Mm. Uh, it wasn't easy. Even even the missus was sitting next to me saying that that Sevilla were gonna score. She didn't she didn't believe for the equalizer was coming. At times it looked like it, but mm. um yeah, we've done very well. So it's like you can exhale now. Match is done, three points, mm-hmm. um, we move. No, trust me. Um, as usual, guys, Canon Club Live on all your socials. You can catch this uh on our YouTube, which is also Canon Club. Uh, make sure you tune in all your podcasting, all your streaming devices and apps. Make sure you catch us there. But with no further ado, let's get straight into it. Um, so as I've said, obviously at the intro, Arsenal were victorious. This win puts us top of Group B after Lons and PSV drew 1-1 in France. Um, initial thoughts, bro. How, how, how do you just like, what was your initial feelings about the match? Like just, you know, just straight off the top. It was it was never gonna be easy. This mm. was the hardest match in the group in the hardest venue, sort of thing. Yeah. Um Arteta made reference in the presser and everything that you know um the boys had learned from their lesson that RC and Lons that, that mm. last Champions League game away from home. Mm. And I think you could see they were doing all the right things. Yeah. Um defensively today i think we were superb like there was the odd break where they got the best of us they rattled us a couple times in the first half the odd break where that um Inyezri shot shot wide mm. um yeah they 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 tried um mm. and us going forward we were we were okay in parts we mm. definitely came to life in 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 some moments around the box um, mm. Good possession throughout. Um, it was just a very mature performance. Yeah, like I think the 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 words of yeah the guys had learned from the mistake of the RC Lons match. It definitely mm. reigns true. Like you could see there was they were playing this game differently to mm. what they'd done a couple of weeks back and didn't get a result for. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Um, I think the word I would describe it is like a seasoned performance, you know, a lot of grit, determination, and just utmost quality in um in the vital moments which got us over the line. Um, so yeah, let's let's look at the the lineup. There's not a lot to say outside of the one change, which was Tomiyasu for Zinchenko, um, and most notably absentee of Thomas Partey, um, who apparently didn't travel because of a muscle strain. Now, I know he wasn't there, but I'm just, we cannot rely on this guy. That's just a little side note. I'll just, I just want to let all Arsenal fans know we cannot rely on this guy. I've heard a stat that in all the big games that we played this season, Tottenham, Man City, Spurs, Chelsea, um, I think there's even one more there. He has played 15 minutes. 15? 15 minutes. Just out of that, what well, I think what 19 times four is uh 36, so 360 minutes roughly. This guy's played 15 minutes of football. I mean, the guy is classy. And if you remember guys who are listening and also met yourself, we spoke about who's Arteta's best signing. And I wanted to say Partey, but he's mm-hmm. just not available. Yeah. I just think it's you know, it's it's and there's a picture of him <laughs> going around on on X or Twitter <laughs> kicking. <laughs> The, the ball like for his baby shower and it turned to dust and his legs like you know the upcon guys like <laughs> 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 uh, but anyway 
Um, oh, any man. thoughts on the lineup? Anything you weren't happy with, or were you just were you content with the lineup? The Zinchenko obviously being left out was probably the main thing. Mm. Um, full confidence, obviously, this wouldn't have been the case maybe a couple of months back because we spoke about Tommy. But after recent performances, I had full confidence of Tommy coming in. I thought maybe it's because it's a tactical reason, maybe they've got something I don't know to the severe team that well. Maybe they've mm. got something you know loaded waiting to attack, and Tommy's just the, the best person to, to deal with that. And Tommy was exemplar. Like there was, there was like in the first three minutes, Tommy was in our box, like, he was like doing strike. <laughs> there was and a I'm... point where he kept trying to bend his run, and he, I don't know if it was Ben White, it was like a throwing or free kick, and he kept trying to like signal, Yo, I'm in. You know what I was thinking? I was thinking, mm. if he can adapt his game to do this, why couldn't Tierney? Maybe Tierney just doesn't have it in the locker then. That's, I mean, that's the only thing I could think of is that maybe it's not because it didn't look like he wasn't willing because Tierney was trying to bind himself in sending yeah. me. I saw that, but maybe Arteta didn't think he had the minerals to do it to the level he wanted him to. Um, and and it's not to say that Tommy is doing it to the level of Zinchenko, yeah, but of course. he's entrusted to, you know, have a goal. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, that 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 obviously bringing Tommy in, like I said, um, you don't feel any unrest about that. Yeah, uh, I wanted to not speak about David Raya today. <laughs> I did not want to speak about this guy today. Um, obviously, he maintained his place in the team. I sighed, but that's our goalkeeper, mm. so I have to get behind him. I did not want to speak about this guy today. Mm. There was something that happened very late in the game when I was like, Jesus Christ, we need to speak about this guy today. But other than that, the lineup was, was fine. Yeah, I mean, I think with the party absence, absence, I thought that um, that was probably the best lineup we could have gone with. Um, I wasn't, I wasn't, I was nothing I could have said really like similar to you. I just thought that Ramsdale would have um, made a return, but I uh, saw some leaks from early saying that Raya was due to keep his place in the squad, um, which I think is very uh, disappointing. But we'll get onto that later. Mm. Um, but yeah, just a little like play by play. I kind of felt like um, the first half was kind of, you know, a bit of them, a bit of us. Um, kudos to them, you know, and even all of the teams that we played that they they haven't sat back. They haven't, they've been all been brave, whether at home or away, to try and play their football. They haven't made a thing where it's like, you know, we know Arsenal's good, so let's not, let's like sit deep. They've severe controlled the ball for some parts of the first half and so did we. But I was happy overall that um, we seem to have a lot more control over the ball um, in the first half. Uh, a couple of chances here and there. Um, I mean, I'm going to speak about individual people later, but it felt like if there was a bit of a flat part in the first half, it was our midfield, um, personally, for me. <sighs> I said I'm not going to talk about it initially, but um, Jorginho, Erdegaard's, can kind of save it for maybe the player ratings, but yeah, just not um, not great again, unfortunately. I felt Jorginho was better than Chelsea, definitely. Um, I just didn't see Odegaard today, I'll be honest with you. Um, in terms of noticeable chances, I remember Sevilla had like a, a little counter. I think they nicked the ball of us in transition. I think Sergio Ramos gets in front of uh, Jesus and then in the series has that chance you were speaking about. Um, I think Tommy did really well to put him on, put him off. Um, I think for us, obviously, we had that Martinelli chance. I think first 10 minutes, I thought he should have bagged. Um, I think he's, he's, Jesus has got through, he's put him in. It's the ones where you just roll it through their legs, you know what I mean? But I think he's gone for that, but great save by the keeper. Um, and yeah, then it just felt like a little bit of like tennis match, a bit of back and forth until a moment of magic, of pure, oh, it was naughty. It was naughty. So I, I think, I don't know if it's a corner or free kick, but the ball's broken to Jesus. He's surrounded by two defenders. I'm thinking, let's just see out the half. He cross turns, splits them, and plays a through ball to Martinelli, who's well on side, running from inside his half. And you know what, bro? I was calm. I was very, very calm. I was like, at first, he kind of slowed down for a second. And I was like, I love it. I absolutely love it because composure. 
instantly, and I like the commentator said it as well, he's trying to make him make an angle because if you're running straight, it's very difficult to try and find the angles to kind of do what you want to do. He's instantly decided, I'm going around this keeper. He makes the angle for himself, slows down, kicks it around him, back of the net, 1-0, half-time. Bro, what was your reaction, I mean, to that to that goal? But I'm, I'm obviously talking about the Jay-Z's turn. That was, it, it was silk. Yeah, it was brilliant. Um, we were under. We were under it right there. It wasn't a corner or a free kick or anything. They mm. were, the ball was live in play. They had been okay. knocking it about and I think they had just put a cross in that went towards the back post. The, the cross came back in and got headed out. Mm. Uh, Jesus was, was there. Two man, no problem. Man, man found his way out of that situation. Gabby's running for his life through the middle of the pitch, like you said, from inside our half, well on side. Um, I think it was Sergio Ramos and Jesus Navas, the two best people that you would <laughs> yeah. want last that will never catch Gabriel Jesus in this century. <laughs> um, in another millennium, then man would have, would have caught it. Gabriel, um, Jesus Navas for sure, because he was a quick yeah. one back in his day. Mm. But yeah, Gabby splits them. First touch, boom, they're out of here. And mm. then I'm, li I'm literally waiting for the next defender to come. And I was like, mm. oh, he's <laughs> through. It's true, like, um, and then yeah, like you said, composure. Like he slowed down so much, and Sergio Ramos still mm. couldn't him. Still didn't didn't bother. Like, um, rounded the keeper, and then you saw Sergio Ramos put a little kick into his step. But even then, yeah. he was nowhere near. And then um, you know, Martinelli just put it in the back of the net. Amazing turn under pressure by Gabby Jesus. One of them ones where. If that doesn't come off, we're bunning him. Yeah. We're like, what the hell are you what doing? Are you doing? <laughs> yeah. But with a bit of Brazilian flair, confidence, um, he turns, he sees his man. And again, that's the kind of striker he is. He's just like, you know, sometimes you want him to be the, the main guy scoring the goals and everything. He mm. sees him, puts him in. Great ball. Martinelli, no mistakes at all. Um slides it in and for then the half time whistle to blow right there then you yeah. can't ask for anything more like. oh honestly it's it was a brilliant way to uh, to end the half and i think it kind of settled some nerves because it kind of looked a lot more competitive than i would want it to be but i knew it was going to be a fight so it wasn't that i was like thinking oh we're going to come steamroll them but obviously you kind of we were talking about it in our little preview on the chelsea pod that we did the match review that we wanted to get a goal early. And that's why I was a bit, I was very frustrated with Martinelli for missing that chance. I feel like he should have scored, but, you know, it was a good save, but that would have been a great way to settle the nerves, quiet the crowd down. Um, but yeah, we entered the second half and Sevilla came out like bats out of hell, very, very aggressive on the ball, um, very much trying to, you know, get the crowd, G up the crowd and get them on their sides. And... I think Declan Rice wins it. Um, he kind of drives inside, plays a ball out to the main man, Gabriel Jesus, and he just ducks inside, has enough time to look up, sees nobody's around, and says, you know what, I'm wrapping it. And absolutely lashes it top corner, calls it top corner, finesse on 100. I mean... Bro, what is it with this guy? Because his performance at Chelsea, I don't know, there was a moment here when the ball went up high and he tried to volley it and he's just scuffed it, like, left against Chelsea. And then you get this sort of performance. I know you can't expect someone to be always on it, but the, this, he just seems like he's either here or he's here. And he's rarely, like, you know, mixing in the middle. I mean, he, I guess for large parts when he first came uh, last season, that was very much his, his MO, but Recently, he just seems to be either on it or not. But clearly, he loves the Champions League because that's three goals in three games for him now. So he he's a man on form in this competition. Um, what did you make of that goal? Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant finish. Emphatic finish, just as we love it, like crashing into the goal. Mm. Uh, um, it's just like you said, like he, he's got it in spades, the ability, like it's, it's obvious. Mm -hmm. But... It's just when are we going to get it on a consistent basis? Yeah. Um, for the, for him to wrap that goal in, for um, them to then say, you know, and then obviously we saw what he done in the for the assist in the first half. 
the, the overall performance he gave, and then man turns around and says that's his fourth goal of the season. It's not good enough. It's not good enough. Because what, August, September, October, we're three months into this league, nearly, you know, about mm. to end October. He scored four times in all competitions. Three it's of them not, are in the Champions League. <laughs> three of them in the Champions League. Look at that. So it's not good enough. Like, no. wow. He is a transformative player. Like, he has absolutely transformed the way we've played. Mm. Unfortunately, I just don't know how much longer we can get away with the lack of quantity of goals. Mm. Um, but an absolutely great finish. And at that point, mm. you just thought, yeah, it's done. Like, it's done, done. And um, we never yeah. knew what the last 20 minutes was going to look like for us. But, um, yeah, we thought at that point, you know, we're, we're over the line here. I mean, it looked like we were going to get a third. Like, all of a sudden, we had absolute control. Sevilla looked like they were, um, you know, like not giving up, but they, they didn't have an answer. Mm. But as usual, and as we have seen numerous times over this, like, Premier League campaign, 2-0 is not the scoreline you want. That's and awesome. yet again, we switch off at a corner. Um, it was a really good ball, I'll give him that. But I don't know who it was at the front post or who let the scorer get ahead of him. I don't know if it was Gabriel, but... It was, it was Gabriel Jesus. Yeah, it wasn't good defending at that near post. And um, great header. Raya has no chance, no blame at his door there. And then uh, Sevilla, again, came with all the energy. We looked a bit rattled. Um, started making subs um, and to be honest we see out the game and for that I'm giving the majority of that to Declan Rice he his defensive efforts in that last 20-15 minutes I just I, 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 can't, I bro, how many times can we say it how many times can we 100 million plus the 5 the biggest bargain of the season Probably in the world, maybe Bar Bellingham. I don't yeah. know, bro. But brother, like this guy is just he. You see when he did that run. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, oh, my. <laughs> oh my, this guy just shrugs off like three players, and he's his ball carrying ability is absolutely insane. Mm. He's carried it through, um, and I think he played it to Saka, and I I felt again Saka didn't have an amazing game. His decision making was a bit no. poor in places. Um, but yeah, he's just amazing. Um, and then like the real last moment of the game, um, the ball comes in, then that right back comes on to replace uh, Jesus Navas. He turns Trossard in and he puts in a delicious ball with his left foot. Raya jumps out and I'm thinking, okay, he's going to punch it out. Then I just saw the ball in the air going the opposite direction. My bro, I screamed. I thought it had I screamed. Gone I screamed. I said, what? How did I, I thought, did someone get a nick? Did it like, Nick, see the highlight now. Man's just punched it backwards. Literally. I did, I, did, I saw him jump out. I didn't know what had quite happened. I didn't know if he got the connection on his fist. When I see the highlight and like, he must have hit his knuckle and went the other way. I said, God, what is going on? What oh. is going on? Like, they brought in this guy to give us confidence, to improve us, they said. And don't get me wrong, these things can happen, right? Of course, of but course. Again, we go back to the whole meritocracy. If, yep. if, if someone's not playing well, if, you, if you're not instilling the defence with confidence as a goalkeeper, yeah. I'm sorry, there is another goalkeeper that was dropped for no reason. <laughs> like, bring him back in. Like, again, this man has fallen on his sword now, mm. you know, I want to count today, then I can count today. So this is about mm. three to four times like we've seen error-prone stuff. There was there was even a chance there was, there was something that happened in the first half where yeah we were, passing, we we're passing it along the back and and um, he went to clear it and he just kicked it straight to to like he lofted a lofted pass but straight to one of their players. And I'm just thinking, forget all the bad handling and all this other kind of stuff. This is the one thing you lot said this guy is better than Ramsdale. Mm. And now he's not even proven that. So, it's, I, the decision 
And they know as a club that Arsenal love Arsenal fans love Ramsdale. Mm. They're making it hard for Arsenal fans to get behind this Raya guy because you're you're justifying mm. basically by your every selection, you're justifying these errors he's making. Yeah. And the icing on top of the bloody cake that I did never I didn't want to ever see this year. Gabriel Jesus scores now. All the players are all jumping on him. Do you know who was there in the huddle jumping on him as well? It's flipping keeping coach. The, what's the Donny's name? That Nati Kanya. This man was in the huddle. Oh, like, I don't want to see you right now. I, I really don't want to see you right now. But yeah, David Raya. I mean, I, I don't know how many more times we're gonna have this conversation. How much longer, you know, before something's gonna happen? Something's gonna change because right now our quality in places is seeing us through. Mm. Um, you know, we've what we've lost one game, I guess, at the hands of one of his mistakes. That was the the RC Lons game. There yeah. was a mistake in that game, which I believe led to a goal. Um, yeah, if we lose a Premier League game because of this, we know we can't afford to. It's a, yeah. it's a luxury with Man City in this league to do that. So, yeah, something needs to happen, man. I'm 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 not confident when I'm seeing him on the starting lineup these days. I won't even lie. The confidence has gone because I don't believe he's confident anymore. You know what, bro? I hear you. And it's it's so far from when I first saw him against Everton and how calm and composed he looked. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I can see why we've got him now. Mm-hmm. This guy looks cool as ice. Now I look into his eyes and this guy just looks like, where is the whistle? Yeah. Bro, I, I, and the thing is that I felt for him for like a little bit of time because I said, this guy's come from, and we've spoken about it at length, so I won't go into too much depth. He's come from Brentford. He's played big games, quote unquote but they're not with the same pressure that you get at Arsenal. I feel like every game he's played in the last five or six weeks, bar like Everton, have been big games. Spurs, City, um, Chelsea, now uh, the Champions League game against Lons. And there's just an element of like, um, give, it's, it's giving me the feeling that he's out of his depth, that he's not been able to rise to the top. He's not been able to compose himself and show his ability. And I was like, rah, like, then maybe you're not for the club. But then I said to myself, maybe this it goes back to Arteta and it goes back to Inyaki Kanyo trying to bring his boy through. Like, I just, I don't, I'm not sure if he's he's up to the level. Now, don't get me wrong. People were saying on, um, on Twitter or X, whatever, you know, showing highlights of Ramsdale's mistakes last season. Um, more specifically, the one against Southampton when he passed it straight to Alcaraz and he's bagged. Um, and that kind of set us on that downward spiral where we ultimately uh, lost the title. But um, I'm sorry, like, it's meritocracy. You know, we've got to move past that. And we've got to go back to that uh, to that keeper at some point if you're making consistent mistakes. Like, similar to you, I didn't want to talk about Ryan today. He made that error with the lofted pass and there was another one where he passed it straight out and they had a little kerfuffle on the edge of the box and I think like we've managed to like just defend the uh, the error because I think the players tried to chip it through and he's just come and collected it. But again, with this, excuse me, punch at the end, it's just like, bro. And then I was even a point at the end, I think um, Acuna is trying to put in a cross and then um, he's just come to collect it and he's holding the ball like this. His eyes are wide open, bro. He's like, he's like this. <laughs> I'm like tranquilo. <laughs> bro, I just, I really, really, I just, I don't know. I just feel like it's similar again. Like I've said before, it's similar to the Havertz situation. And I know it's a bit different with the keeper, but I just don't know if, like, again, every eye is on him now. And like said in commentary and like we've said, the extra pressure, knowing that there's a quality keeper in the wings, you've created this dynamic now. We said meritocracy. We've got to start seeing some changes, even just to protect this potential future Arsenal player, because it's just not enough. But I wonder how Ramsdale's feeling. You know, it, it must feel a bit hopeless. Do, do you think so? I mean, we spoke about 
or Ramsdale should be barking at man's door if he's not if he's not in the team and he wasn't in the team. And unless Arteta's told him a little something, I'm thinking, like we said, Euros is in the summer. I gotta go. And I can't, I don't know if I'm gonna do that on the bench. People, players like Dean Henderson, Sam Johnston, they're all knocking on the England door as well, outside of like Pope and um, obviously Pickford. You know, you want that third keeping spot. At least to say you were there with the with the squad. If you know, depending on how well the team do, you might even get a little play. But he's not going to do that off the bench. He's not doing his England chances any good. So yeah, I don't know what Ramsdale's going to do. But yeah, Raya just I don't know what he needs. He needs a nice easy game. But yeah, there's none of those. Not not none playing of, none for, of those for Arsenal. Like. Uh, the the way he's being asked to play as well, like you're, mm. if you're just gonna be one of these keepers where the ball comes and you hoof it, then yeah, you might make half a decent career. But at the same time, Arteta would will get rid of you. He don't want you yeah. if you're gonna. Do that. So if you're gonna be what he wants you to be, you've got to be able to play. And the part that is killing me is that you lot said this guy is a player. This is the guy that's better than Ramsdale. And I won't lie, for maybe, what, two games or so? Yeah, he looked like that guy. Mm. But part of being a top Premier League keeper, a world-class keeper, a keeper for the Arsenal, means that you are going to have to play in big games. You will get rattled. Yeah, You will, you know, have to face... Um, shots and efforts on goal from some of the best attacking players in the world when we play in the Champions League. Like, yeah. we haven't even come across any of them yet. But that's a Euro- European League fodder. Let me not be really disrespectful. It's just European League quality teams, shall we say. Um, we haven't even come across some of the best forwards European football has. Mm. And this is how we're shaking, punching balls behind our goal in the last five minutes of a game. Like, I beg instill confidence in me, bro. Like, yeah, I, I should be, I should be like, we should be here talking about as much as we love Ramsdale. We should be mm. here talking about, yeah, yeah, it's long for Ramsdale to get back. Yeah, into this. yeah, like, yeah, I don't know. Ramsdale now has to think, do I want to move on because mm. this guy is better than me mm. and not because this is a bloody injustice and mm, I'm. Mm chance when he's not playing well that that's what the conversation should be but right now you know and admittedly it's not all of the fan base but some of the fan base are rightly clamoring for Ramsdale back just because of what the manager has said of how he's managing you know these positions and stuff like that so yeah I don't know whether this is a lesson to Mikel as opposed to don't put your plans out there and then you yeah. don't have to you know um have to eat your words effectively um ultimately he's the manager he could do what he wants but he will also be judged on that if Arsenal come close to winning the Premier League or something like that and there's a goalkeeping error and it's Raya between the sticks you're gonna get cooked mate you're gonna get cooked if it was Ramsdale we'll be we'll cast him we won't be happy and we'll say oh he's done it again or something but it's almost you what we're gonna get yeah with with Raya you 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 brought him in Mm. to be better and right now your only saving grace is that this is a loan deal yeah that's your only saving grace because mm. if you had paid up front for my man um and this is what we were getting <laughs> yeah yeah it'd be problematic it, it would, would be hugely problematic um yeah I, I just i mean <sighs> You know what? Let's just get into the player ratings now that we're here. We're with David Raya anyway, but I mean that was the end of the game. Um, we saw it out, and yeah, I mean again, like I said, we're now top of Group B, and now we've got a nice run: Sevilla at home, Lons at home, and then PSV away. Um, I mean, just on the back of the Chelsea result, like just before we do get into the player ratings, like how big is this win for Arsenal? Because we had a bit of a shocking performance, although we 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 stole a point from Stamford Bridge, and we spoke about the importance of this game uh, coming, getting a win at this cauldron, which it was. Um, we were just speaking while we we're off camera about the Sevilla fans drowning out the Champions League anthem, 
at the mm. beginning of the game and just could you imagine as a player there you know they got all the speakers around the stadium and all you're hearing is shouting and screaming over the top of it so yeah and to go to go there and to do it you know i'm really proud of the guys i'm really proud of the boys so um but yeah i think this this is massive and i think just to instill confidence that you know we can go to these tough away grounds get wins play our football and um yeah just show the rest of europe that you don't want to draw arsenal you, you don't want it with us because even if you're going to get one over us it's not going to be easy yeah yeah it was a it was a very inspiring performance and you know um after the weekend where we were not good for 70 mm. minutes um at all and we we just did what we had to do to get back in the game and get out of there with a point this was a very solid and and um well-drilled mature looking performance like you said well-seasoned performance for at least 70 minutes mm. uh, with the 20 minutes so just being parts where Sevilla got back into the game or towards the end when they were really putting us under even mm. then we really stuck stuck by our guns and cleared with everything that came to our 10 outfield players way <laughs> that wanted to see if he could do something for his Spanish brothers but um yeah and you know what I'll just say the only reason I thought when I saw Raya was starting this game I saw oh, okay maybe maybe it's some Spanish intel yeah, Raya, yeah. Raya able to translate what they said I'm here <laughs> I'm tricking myself like I'm tricking myself because I I still can't believe Ramsdale wasn't picked yeah. after the weekend but anyway um the boys were very impressive um look I'll get this show on the road in regards to the player ratings Love Ramsdale you. uh sorry Ramsdale look at that. <laughs> Raya um I'll give Raya a six um okay. you know pick pick balls out from the air um very well which is another quality they said he had while they mm. brought it uh, so far so good um with the kicking again there was a couple under pressure passes that didn't reach their men um which again a quality they said they'll bring him in for but that's the one that's kind of been letting him down right now um that nervy bit at the end where he punched that ball and it just went behind him yeah that could that could have been curtains for his arsenal career honestly that would have been fans putting his head on a stick luckily yeah. he got away with it nothing to scream home about um yeah six out of ten for me i just think bro if that, like if that went in and we drew to uh, e brother i would have smashed my computer <laughs> Oh, yeah, I think either we would have been have to get dragged out the limelight because they, it would not stand. But um, I think I'm going to be nice because man, man was looking like a deer in headlights at times when he was catching them crosses. So I'm going to give him the six, despite the the phenomenal error at the end, which almost cost us. Um, like you said, there was good catching today. Um, I didn't think there was that many issues. He did have the one or two issues, the kicking again just not what I was expecting. It just seems like this is what Ramsdale was giving us some good, some bad. I haven't seen like there's that one or two nice pickouts, but again, nothing that's like, oh my days, like we weren't getting that. So yeah, I'll give him a six. Um, cool. So let us move on to Benjamin White. Um, um, on, is it me? Yes, yeah, me. I will give him, I'll give him a seven. Um, I just think you know he's just he's just a, just a can't guy just gets goes and goes to work takes his briefcase in you know does his thing and you know what I mean and just comes out and just another solid performance I didn't think he did anything wrong he he doesn't stand out but in like more of a oh yeah yeah he's doing his thing like oh don't worry about him like he's always don't worry once the deadline hits he gets his work in you know what I mean mm. like he's just very solid you know straightforward kept moving the ball well. I kind of felt like, just on a side note, he was um, a little bit more tentative today in terms of overlapping Saka, which maybe was part of the game plan. I didn't mind it. Um, but yeah, great from just another standard game from Ben White. Kind of like in that Saka mould, he just doesn't seem to do anything less than a, a seven. So um, yeah, seven for me for Ben White. Yeah, likewise, seven for me, just solid. Um, mm. Lucas Campos was 
not to say, you know, I don't want to over egging say he couldn't live with Ben White or anything like that. He, the way he plays, he was just drifting all over the pitch. Mm. Ben is not obviously going to follow him all over the pitch and leave his position. So, mm. yeah, maybe in some accounts, he never really had much to do. But um, mm. came his way, you know, applied pressure when needed. Seven yeah. out of ten. Yeah, cool. Um, let us go to the other side and uh, give you Tommy Asu. Mm, I'm going to give Tommy an eight. Um, I thought he was just very, very solid today, whether it was, you know, as left back, as centre mid, as, as left attacking <laughs> mid, as right attacking <laughs> mid. He himself about mm. very tidy on the ball, which is, you know, something that I don't think I realised at first that he had that in his game. Maybe that's something he's developed. Um, yeah, just no thrills again active, involved, defended well, especially in that last 20. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, eight for me. Yeah, um, same for me. Eight for me for Tommy. He's just, honestly, he's just so solid now. He just looks like you know he's going to do a job. And his one-on-one defending is absolutely top-notch. Mm. I think there was a chart. I don't even know what it was. Like, I don't know who was on that side. If it was um, Martinelli or Saka and a player got through and, like, I think put a ball in and then Tommy actually came against the same player. Had to pass it back. Had to pass it back. The guy's just, he's really, really good. And like you said, he was yeah. popping up everywhere. Very tidy on the ball. He didn't miss Zinchenko per se, I don't think, in that in that realm. So, yeah, um, fantastic. Tommy gets an eight. Um, let's go to the centre. Oh, yeah, go for it. I just deep the other day. Tommy Asu's 24. When you say that, I just, that's, that even makes it better. I... I don't even think about his age, but 24. He's not even he's not even close to his prime as a defender. 24. That is that is astonishing. I, we need to put more respect on his name. We need to yeah. put more respect on his name. He's he's amazing. Honestly, 24. That even makes me so much more excited because if you're doing this, I mean he could be on to the on his way. Uh, you know what I'm gonna say? He could be on to his way of being like one of the world's best. If he keeps this sort of bet like energy up, why why couldn't he be? He's fast, he's strong, good one-on-one defending, good on the ball. I know he's not really like a goal scorer, <clears throat> but you know, we don't you don't sign defenders for that. So mm. yeah, just yeah, amazing. Um, but yeah, we'll move on to the center back pairing. Um, William Saliba. Yeah, Saliba was good. Um they had a, they had a a handful in 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 series to to look after today. I'll give him an eight. Um, mm. No real thrills, but just solid. Um, just didn't really let anyone pass him. Um, there was some idiot that tried to get a pen and got a, yeah, got it. it's, it's Lamella. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was Lamella. Yeah, um, yeah. Mm. eight for me for Saliba. Yeah, eight for Saliba. Um, I was a bit worried in the first half. Some of his passing was a little bit. Like he kept trying to hit the diag to Martinelli once or twice and was just getting it all wrong, but defensively was sound as per usual. Again, another one, 22 years old, like 22. Ridiculous. What was I doing? 22. <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> Ridiculous. Yeah, eight for Saliba. And um, Gabriel will get the same. Um, just go straight to him, eight. Um, Marshall the back line really well. I'm really loving his awareness of space. Um, he seems to just know how much time he's got, where he's at, even when he's in the box, like knowing when to leave it for Raya to come and gather, um, all that sort of stuff. And I'm going to say, like, I'm not indirect, but Ray used to say some madness about, you know, Gabriel being rash. I haven't seen any rash moments from him this season, to be honest. I think he's been very composed, very level-headed. No, like, the aggression's always in the right place. No, like, rash yellows, you know, diving in. I think we're seeing someone who's like coming of age. I think he's 26, 27, if I'm not mistaken. So he's mm. a bit further along, but still good age. You know what I mean? Very good, good age. age. Yeah. And yeah. someone needs to be the leader of, amongst men of that younger backline. Yeah. Um, yeah. He, he, especially today in such a heated atmosphere, he mm. was very calm. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. He, he just marshaled everyone their team, our team, instructed everyone, used aggression, like you said, in the right places in the pit on the pitch, mm-hmm. uh, to either break up play or just to shield the ball and 
be able to turn. Yeah, very impressive performance today. So yeah, I'll give him an eight as well. Brilliant. Um Decker's Declan Rice. Um I think I'm gonna have to give him a nine. I'm gonna yeah. have to. He was I mean, I think if you I don't know, if it was fantasy league, you'd get Declan Rice will get an assist for the Jay Z goal, even though it was kind of like Jay-Z's kind of did everything, but he did get the pass from him before. But other than that, he was again just like for large parts, I felt like he was the only midfielder who was really like, you know, there. Um, his defensive efforts at the end, they kept trying to play those like slide rule balls down the side and he'd win it every single time, yeah. making like lung busting runs. He'd like get the ball to the byline, try and clear, then go again, winning the ball, nicking it. That great run where he's taking it from like left DM side and he's just bursted. And all of a sudden he's like one defender in front of him or two. It's just... It's just the biggest bargain of like of the last couple of years. I don't know a better site, a better hundred million you could spend. I don't know if there's a better one. There isn't. It's the best. It's the best hundred million like spent ever. Like, oh, wow. and like I said last week, you people weren't blinking an eye. Arsenal, people were saying Arsenal going to pay hundred mil. And then by the time it actually went through, it's like oh, that's a bargain. Like really and truly, it's a bargain. Um, He's fantastic. Just like you said, he 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 looked like he was the only person in midfield at times. Mm, yeah. Um. They he was just very confident for someone playing at this level for you know the first, the first time, time. Or whatever as well. Like, um. Yeah, just very solid, very sure of himself. Knows what he's got in his locker. Mm. Knows the the weight of expectation on him. Playing like there is no expectation on him. Exactly. Um, the runs, it just it looked like a young boy just running through the park with the ball, just kick yeah. and run, kick and yeah. run. Just how late in the game after defending so tirelessly, mm. like you able to still do that, still have the energy to do that. Um, yeah, it's ridiculous. yeah he's, he's fantastic, man. Nine, nine out of ten for me. I mean, I say just to add, like, give it like maybe a year, just the first season to let him settle. He's going straight in that leadership group. He's getting the armband after like Erdegaard comes off. Like next season, they're chucking it on his arm hundred percent because he is he is he's born to be a leader hundred mm. percent. Yeah. Um, let's go to Jorginho. Um, I think that's you, bro. Um, I think Jorginho. I'll give him a seven. Like I, I'm, I won't, I'm not so low on him. I thought he done the Jorginho stuff. He's just tidy in parts, kept the ball ticking. I was expecting him to, at times when we were in that last twenty, just take the ball and do what he does best, kind of just set the tempo a bit more. Yeah. Um, but he got caught in the fracas that was the ball just going from side to side and everything. Yeah, um, yeah I think in in. We've 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 found a way to play now. Admittedly, it's been against Man City, Chelsea, and now Sevilla away. So mm. I, I don't know if a, a Sheffield United he mm. stayed would that be deemed yeah. negative or I don't know what people would say. Mm. But this is like I would say maybe the best the midfield has looked this season. The mo- the most settled. Okay, yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah, okay. Because the the Havertz, Rice, and Odegaard thing, just because of Havertz, maybe just it mm. wasn't given sort of thing. So yeah, I think maybe you know what I want to see is Partey at the base, Rice and Odegaard. Mm. Uh, but sounding like a make a wish. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I know what party's on. So um, I don't know if if I wouldn't be mad if we stuck with this against Sheffield United. Mm. Uh, but yeah, Jorginho is just, you know, doing up Jorginho. So yeah, seven out of ten. Yeah, I'm gonna go over six. Um, not that like bad or anything like terrible. Like I said, I think he was better. Um, had we done the ratings for Chelsea, I would have given him a five for that game. But today I felt like he was better in the first half more than the second half. I felt in the first half he got on the ball a lot more. Um, in parts in the second half, he was available for Raya. But I don't know what Sevilla were doing with their shape in terms of trying to press. Like Jorginho would just drop into the middle of them and just collect the ball. But I was expecting him 
to kind of try and take the reins of the game when Sevilla were becoming more were becoming more um uh haphazard, they were throwing more bodies like a player of his quality I was hoping would be able to I know it's not as easy as just get on the ball then everything automatically becomes calm, but trying to get on the ball, being able to calm it down, play the passes into people with space and make them go have to drop back into space. I didn't see that really. And outside of that, defensively, he's good at the interceptions thing, but outside of that, you know, just not really offering that much, unfortunately. So yeah, six from me. Um, and from there, we move on to Captain Fantastic Martin Odegaard. And I'm going for a five, my guy. It's just He's just a man out of form, unfortunately. Um, he just couldn't find space. I felt a bit sorry for him at times because today he's always a willing runner. And I know you mentioned about that in the Chelsea game, that at least, you know, give you a couple of doggies and your pressure and at least try to be a leader from that front. But he's meant to be like our technical leader as well on the field, I believe, in terms of, you know, dictating play. And he just wasn't able to do any of that. Every time the ball comes to him, he's either just got enough time to kind of lay it off. Little flicks around the corner didn't really come off. Just kind of like how Havertz was. Like, I couldn't see him. I couldn't see him until he was walking off and he gave the armband to Jesus. And it's a shame because I, I am a big fan, but he kind of now reminding me of the Erdegaard that we signed on loan initially the last three games or so, which was good in like spots, but overall a bit underwhelming. Um, I don't know what the rule is in terms of like dropping your captain, but if I'm Fabio, if I'm Havertz, you know, especially Sheffield United on the weekend. Might need to have a little cool chill on the bench, in my opinion. But yeah, five for me. <laughs> Everything you're saying is correct. But mm. I'm in denial, so I'm going to give him a six. <laughs> uh, I, I, uh, bro, you're too kind, bro. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to give him a six, but I'm not denying anything you, you said. Um I think it would be very wise of Arteta to take him out the squad, take or take him out the starting eleven for the Sheffield United game. It's a, you know giving him a, giving him a rest, which he may need. Um, that might be the issue as well. Let a Vieira come in or, or a Havertz, let them prove their worth, mm-hmm. um, and use it as an opportunity to just let him have a sit down. Um, but yeah, it's it's not looking great right now. But mm. admittedly, we've had a, a very hard run of games. And yes, he is still who he's supposed to be. That's not really an excuse. Um, but I'll, <laughs> I'll give him a six for now. I, I would I would I would jump to conclusions. I'll give him a six for now. But I mean, if you know, if you heard the podcast from the weekend, the Chelsea game. I was. I said the same thing. Like, um, I'm, I'm, I'm agreeing with you. I don't believe his performances are anywhere near where they mm. should be or where they have been. Um, he's had the Chelsea game. He's gonna have this. Um, or he's had the Sevilla game now. Um, let him try that one more time, and then I'll definitely talk. I was gonna say because if he starts against Sheffield United and he's on some Casper team. Oh. Yeah, then we're yeah. talking. Sure. Yeah. Wow. Okay, we'll move. Uh, let's go to Bukayo Saka. Um, yeah, you're up, bro. Saka. Um, I would say a six as well. Mm. Um, just couldn't do anything. I was worried when I saw who he was playing up against in Acuna. Um, a very tough, tricky mm. customer, very strong um stodgy kind of guy um so i thought yeah this is going to be a bit rough and tumble for saka and obviously someone that's kind of coming back from injury is this you know this might be a bit hard for him and yeah akunya didn't really show much quality during the game but Mm. at the same time i guess done enough in parts to rattle saka not let saka past him they doubled up on saka a lot anyway um yeah no magic for the star boy tonight, um, six out of ten. Yeah, I'm following suit with you. Six out of ten. Um, 
Yeah, I think Acuna did a decent job, like trying to like with the rough and tumble stuff. Like you said, he's kind of like a stocky, strong, strong, strong man. Um, and they did double up on him. But I felt like when he did get past the man or got the ball in the area, he was making the wrong decision. A couple of times he was cutting in and trying to shoot and it just wasn't coming up for him um, outside of that. Unfortunately, not a lot of quality, but still giving him the benefit of the doubt and still knowing that he could pop up with a moment of quality at any time. But today wasn't that day. Um, and yeah, six from me. Um, let's go to... Uh, Martinelli. I'm going to give Martinelli an eight. I thought he was um, amazing today. Uh, you know, probably the other guy we'll talk about was a bit better than him today, but he was great work rate up and down the pitch. Um, again, doing his thing on the byline, getting to the byline, cutting in. Um, brilliant, like it's just attacking, just an attacking monster. You know, you just. He, the amount of running and work he gets through is just unbelievable. Um, took his goal really well. I think, you know, if everything went the same, he should have had two. But, you know, today, did you know, it was actually his Champions League debut. So, yeah. you know, gets a goal on his debut, which is amazing for him. Um, and, yeah, like we said before earlier in the in the episode, he, he took his goal really well, great composure. And, yeah, I just want him to play more because this guy's got 20 goals in him, man. He's got 20 goals a season in him easy so um yeah hopefully more from him but solidate yeah i would have to agree with that um martinelli's an exceptional footballer man um the chaos he causes when the ball is at his feet um it's it's like none other like and you want that on your team because opposition they don't know what to do he can run with the ball he can play a one two um he's got Genuinely very good finishing, um, you know, very confident in the finish, composing the finish that we saw today for him to round the keeper. Um, this could be, in a sense, a breakout season for him, especially mm. if you've seen the likes of Saka plateau or drop off because maybe through injury, fatigue, tiredness, whatever it may be, um, or just you know, the other, the rest of the league have clocked him and they know how to play against him now. Um, mm. You might see Martinelli start shining more. Um, the guy's fantastic. He got mm. injured, missed a couple games or whatever, came back and, you know, put, put Man City to the sword straight off. Um, yeah, he's just a very talented player, Rich. I think now we can see where one side isn't so much working or doesn't look like it's perfect best. Martinelli on the left is coming through and we can see how integral he is for us. So, yeah, um, I'll give him an eight. He was very, very good today. I, th I think we do need to remember we do have two star boys. And I know Saka, because he's Hayland, kind of takes the plaudits a lot of the time. And obviously because of his ability. But Martinelli, like you said, is, is absolute quality. Like, he is amazing. Um, and I'm just happy he's just getting the, the flowers he, he so often deserves. Um, but let's Saka, go to Saka costed us hmm. nothing. As you said, you rightly said there's two star boys in this team, not just one. Hmm. Um, Saka cost us nothing from the academy, and Martinelli cost us six million from the level two Brazilian football, division two yeah. Brazilian football. So, you know, even if we turn around tomorrow and say you want to shot both of these guys, hmm. we're set. Like, I'm saying we're set, it's not my money, but yeah. we're, we're set, you know what I mean? Like, it's 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 just such good yeah. business and they're both paying dividends back um mm. just even in trust of what the club has displayed within them yeah 100 um well let's go to the last man in the starting lineup um mr gabriel jesus bro gabby jesus getting a nine that that was a phenomenal performance and that performance is what arsenal signed him for and we saw mm. it many a time last season um, obviously, towards the end of last season, the beginning of this season, it's, it's wavered a bit just because of fitness, injuries, being in and out of the team, playing out of position. But this is why he needs to be on the pitch. This is why he needs to be on in his favoured position, although he drifts. Um, phenomenal striker. When we're coming to like a forward that can do all of these things, this is why we signed him. There's not many better than him. To, to say he's a striker, but his weakness is putting the ball in the back of the net 
it, that's the, it's the mad part. And like I said, yeah. I, we can't pretend like it's all rosy. When the commentator says that's his fourth goal of the season that he scored tonight, it's unacceptable. It's I wouldn't even say I wouldn't even say it's not good enough. It's unacceptable. Yeah. yeah. Like, but yeah. as a general football player and what you do in that position for this team, you are like none other. You are mm. very, very special. Um, and yeah, I don't know if he's got a thing for the the Tuesday, Wednesday nights of the Champions League. Uh, this mm. is where he's getting all his goals. But um, yeah, long may it continue. Nine mm. for Gabby Jesus for me. Yeah, I mean, similar, I'm going with nine. I don't know if it's maybe the style of play that just gives him a bit more space to do his thing. Um, but he clearly is just able to perform at this level. Um, it's like you said, it's like, how can your weakness as a striker be putting the ball in the back of the net? I mean, I, you see the turn he did, like, Iketi is not doing that. Half of the league strikers, maybe even three quarters of the league strikers, they're not doing that. They don't have that technical ability to do that, to turn like that on the sixpence and then play in someone. He's an amazing footballer. And every now and then, he, he shows you that I, I am a striker. I can finish like a striker as well. Um, today, he was just brilliant, putting a lot of effort, a lot of work up and down. And again, like you said, showed us that why he is our, our, our leading number nine for now. Um, and on his day, he shows us that, you know, if he could just do that more often. I mean, even if he did that like 30 out of 38 games, he'd be absolutely clear. But unfortunately, that's not been the case as of yet. But we hope and pray that he can continue to keep this level up. But yeah, a nine for Gabriel Jesus. Um, let's quickly get into the uh, substitutions and the gaffer. Uh, we first had Havertz, uh, came up Erdegaard. What are you thinking? Oh, it's me actually, isn't it? Um, yeah. Havertz, uh, give him a six, came on, didn't do much, um, but was tied on the ball at the very least. Uh, yeah, got up to speed with the game pretty well. Um, yeah, no problems. Yeah, I'll give him a six. Just echo your comments. Didn't really see much of him apart from when Sergio Ramos decked him. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, other than that, yeah, largely ineffective or harmless to the results. So six. Mm. Um, then we had both Trossard and Inketia coming on at 81 minutes. Um, we might as well double up on them. Yeah, for both of them as well, I'd say six. There was the time when the keeper came out of the goal and um, Inketia mm. was running with it. And I thought, God, I said, God, Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> he, um, I think the, the defender that was with him kind of got in front of him. Then Eddie yeah. won him over. So mm. do, man. Um, yeah, again, they just came in to be legs in this defensive wall we, we put mm. up. They really get much of the time to um showcase their skills so yeah. yeah done a job six for both of them yeah um felt like trossard uh put himself about um you know did a couple one a couple fouls um i did feel like eddie really struggled to get up with the pace of the game like i don't feel like i saw him control the ball properly once everything was kind of bouncing off him but i'm not gonna it's just a sub you know nine minutes i'm not gonna do the guy back like that so mm -hmm. six for both of them um, and lastly, Kivio came on like Rob Holden thing. Um, so yeah, I just give him a six as well. No, no problems there. You? Yeah, six for Kivio. I'm not even sure if he got his head on a ball once or anything in the game. Um, yeah, six. Brilliant. Um, so yeah, let's go to the gaffer. Um, I think I think I'm going to give him a seven. I think um, I'm not faulting the lineup, um, other than the Ramsdale uh, issue. But we got the win. But I, I don't know if that's an excuse anymore. In a sense, where you know there's still an issue despite the win. You know what I mean? There's still the meritocracy. I know we're just fans and we don't know the inner workings, etc. But we can only go with what you've told us. Um, and with that, we kind of feel like maybe Ramsdale deserves a chance. Um, I'm not saying Ramsdale's the, the answer because he's shown us that he's full of mistakes as well at times. So it's just more the idea of this meritocracy. But outside of that, I thought the subs were okay. I was very happy he brought off Odegaard first because when I saw Havertz um, warming up, I was like, I don't know who you're trying to bring off right now, but it has to be that guy with that like, shirt. Like, 
I, I didn't I didn't see Odegaard coming off because he's captain, yeah. but I yeah. was very confused as to Havertz coming on. Who's coming off for him? Like, yeah. So I was happy with that, but I mean, other than that, I don't think there was anything special, like or anything like tactically amazing that he did. Um, but I do feel like generally, like you said, he did in the press star that the boys were aware of what they needed to do. So, um, yeah, good performance from our gaffer overall. Seven. I'll give him an eight. Um, very like a similar comments to what you've said. Um, I would say there wasn't anything kind of in game that wowed me that I know of. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think just getting the the boys right for this game. Um, you know, yeah. like I said, this is the most difficult game with accompanied by the stadium. Um, mm-hmm. you know that we're gonna have in this group stage. So the fact we've come out from it. Barring the last-minute flurry of energy from Sevilla players, you know, with a good away performance, um, couple goals, no real blunders or anything like that. Mm. Um, yeah, I think he can say, you know, we got it right today. The boys done their bit. His tactics or what he looks like he sent the boys out for worked. So, yeah, 8 out of 10. Brilliant. <clears throat> um just quickly, because I know our time is well spent, um, quick little preview to Sheffield United. Only question I want to ask you is, are you expecting um, a few changes for the lineup? We've played two games <clears throat> in close proximity, which have been quite taxing, um, if not physically, mentally, for the level of performance and concentration the boys have had to give. Um, and more so, there hasn't been a lot of rotation. So me personally, I'm thinking there needs to be some rotation. There needs to be a chance for these other players to come in, to stay hungry, to stay connected to the squad. I feel like there should be some quite decent rotation. Nothing crazy, but like um, some key players should be coming in. Um, Any initial thoughts before we go? It's hard to say who. So the only thing, I mean, I can speculate, maybe Zinchenko stays out. But I mean, Mm. he rested him today, so maybe he plays. Um, Mm. But I wouldn't be surprised if you keep Tommy in. Um, just to give him minutes. Um, Odegaard, like I said earlier, it would be very smart to use this as an opportunity to mm. take him out. Um, and then you have, you know, a plethora of choices, whether that's a Havertz or a Vieira in that position or a Smith Rowe. And even mm. looking at the other side of that midfield, double eights or whatever, you know, if you take Jorginho out, drop Rice deeper, then you could play maybe a. Vieira and the Havertz, mm. you know, it might be a bit risky because it's like a brand new midfield, but you could try something like that. Um, I would expect Saka to play. I would expect Martinelli to play. Gabriel Jesus obviously went off with a mm. hinge of his hamstring. Um, <laughs> you, you may, maybe he comes out and you give Trossard a goal down the middle or... Mm something like that because I I don't think Eddie quite deserves um I agree. A, a start or a chance. It's Sheffield United, I know, but I think Trossard we've seen in these situations um has been better despite the starts he has got this season have all resulted mm. in being subbed at half time. Mm. And so you could see maybe a Trossard start could be an Inketia um could be Havertz in that position who knows yeah um so yeah I, I do expect some some changes i think it's a good opportunity for that but at the same time you want to maintain the hunger um and not just oh this is sheffield united let's ring all yeah. the tracks and then we just lose one nil or something at home that mm. would be a bloody disaster so yeah. yeah yeah no i think yeah like it's like just in some areas i do think people like Vieira and even Havertz need like a, another game to start um, I might even bring in Zinchenko more so just because we're probably a game we're going to have a lot of the ball um, and he might be yeah, good with true. it, especially if we do say you rest Jorginho, put Rice six so you can do more sweeping up and you can have Vieira, Havertz or even Smith-Rowe um, available. But yeah, I expect Martinelli to get keep the min- more minutes. Saka, I think, kind of need to play him into form, see where we are with um, Jesus. And yeah, I think Trossard is the shout. Um, I think Eddie, like I said, hasn't done enough to warrant another start personally. So, yeah, something like that. But um, I'm hoping for a very boring win, 
similar to the Bournemouth win, just smoke these guys. Nice day out. Hopefully it's nice and sunny at least. Whether it's hot, I don't know, but at least the sun will be out, hopefully. And yeah, and then we can ease into our next game, which is West Ham away in the Carabao. But um, that's all we have for today, guys. Any last, last thoughts, Max? I was just going to say, a boring win to me is one goal every 20 minutes just to keep me awake. So <laughs> yeah. 4-0 um, to Arsenal against Sheffield mm. United. But um, on today's game, well mm. done to the boys. Um, we've been saying this before the international break, that this was going to be a tough game. And yeah. we've gone through it. Um, 2-1. Our next Champions League game is now Sevilla at home, mm. um, which will also be testing. But yeah. I think if we get three points there, that takes us up to nine points and we're all but there in terms of qualification. And then maybe another point or so will cement us as, you know, the top team in that group. Mm. Um, and avoiding any UEFA messing around mm. with balls and we pull out Real Madrid <laughs> that decided to finish second. Um, then, yeah, we're on our way. Um, uh, yeah, very impressive from the boys today. Dug deep, mm. got the win. We moved weekend, Sheffield United. And that is that. Uh, as usual, guys, like to reiterate, Canon Club live everywhere and anywhere. Please check us out. And if you like the digestible chunks, jump onto the YouTube Canon Club live as well. Appreciate all the love and support you guys have been giving us. Um, and yeah, we go again. Sheffield United on the weekend. Mission accomplished in Seville today. Let's do it again on the weekend. Boy, look at Arteta's squad. We just got on a pitch and we say it off. I used to just want to get top four, but we're up now when I want a lot more. If we quit now, it was all for nothing. They talk big, but we call them bluffing. We can call no more discussion. This season's all or nothing. Bukayo, that's our boy. I told you that Saka's a star boy. Tech time, could we coming at you?